Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is The World in 10 for Saturday, the 14th of January. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Amy Gill. Britain condemns the execution of a British Iranian man as a callous and cowardly act. To some extent, this guy is clearly a, um, you know, a, a victim, a pawn in some broader game that's gone on. Um, slightly mysterious as to what that game is. And Russia claims a military victory in Donetsk. Taking full control of Solidar enables Russia to cut off the Ukrainian forces' supplies in Bakhmut. That's Iran state broadcaster reporting the British Iranian national Ali Reza Akbari has been executed. He was described by Iranian authorities as one of the most important infiltrators of the country's sensitive and strategic centres. He was arrested in 2019 on a visit to Iran. This guy called Ali Reza Akbari, who was a deputy defence minister years ago when there was a, a more reformist, a more moderate government in place in Iran. Uh, he was involved in uh, the early stages of uh, nuclear negotiations. Richard Spencer is the Times Middle East correspondent. The question arose was, you know, if he was a British spy and given a British passport as a reward, why was he? Why did he go back to Iran? He was in Britain at some stage. His wife was in Britain. Um, why did he go back to Iran? If he wasn't a spy, um, why did Britain give such a senior former regime official a British passport? Britain's Prime Minister Rishi Sunak described his execution as a callous and cowardly act by a barbaric regime. In audio of Mr Akbari speaking in prison, obtained by BBC Persian last week, he said the Ministry of Intelligence has no evidence backing their claims. He says because I have citizenship of a country they are at war with, they are seeking revenge on that country with my execution. Natasha Phillips is a journalist who contributes to a news site for the global Iranian community. She told Times Radio dealing with Iran is incredibly tricky. One of the big difficulties with trying to hold um, regimes like Iran's accountable is being able to see this kind of evidence. We we haven't seen any physical evidence of, of those charges, and it's highly unlikely that we will do. It's a, it's a very opaque judicial system. The political system is equally opaque. <laughs> Relations between Britain and Iran have gone downhill recently. It's been critical of the Islamic Republic's violent crackdown on anti-government protests there. They've been sparked by the death in custody of Masa Amini, a young Iranian Kurdish woman accused of not wearing her headscarf properly. 
Russia claims to have taken control of Soledad, a salt mining town in the Donetsk region. Igor Konoschenkov, spokesperson for the Russian Defense Ministry, made the announcement in an address. Taking full control of Solidar enables Russia to cut off the Ukrainian forces' supplies in Bakhmut, which is located to the southwest of Solidar, and after that to block and encircle the Ukrainian army divisions that remain there. Yet he made no mention of the mercenary Wagner group who claimed to have seized the town earlier this week. If Russia has captured Soledar, it would be a rare success for Moscow following months of battlefield reverses. It would also be one of the bloodiest campaigns of the war so far, with the town under siege from relentless Russian bombardment. Ukrainian officials said on Thursday that more than 500 civilians, including 15 children, were trapped inside. Ukraine denies Russia's claims, however, that it has taken the town, saying its troops are still fighting. In one of his infamous late-night addresses, President Zelensky said, The battle for Bakhmut and Soledar and other cities and villages in the east of the country continues. After Ukrainian forces recaptured Kherson, Bakhmut, which lies 20 kilometers south of Soledar, became a key target for the Russian military, who have been trying to capture the city for months. The areas surrounding Bagmud and Soledad have been dubbed a meat grinder by both sides, with the battlefield resembling scenes of the First World War. Reporters from US media outlet CNN said its team could hear mortar and rocket fire just out Soledad on Friday and witness Ukrainian troops in what appeared to be an organised pullback. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insights into global events all in just 10 minutes. On the way, a tornado devastates parts of the southern US and Shakira breaks a YouTube record. Now to China, and as preparations begin for the Lunar New Year holiday next weekend, there's concern over its possible impact on the country's current COVID-19 health crisis. Leading health experts in the country are warning Chinese citizens not to go home to visit elderly relatives, if they can help it. At the moment, it's impossible to gauge the extent of coronavirus infection rates in China as Beijing has stopped publishing figures for infections and deaths. The Chinese government continues to insist that fewer than 40 people have died there from COVID-19 since the 7th of December. But an investigation by the Washington Post appears to show a different story. Several funeral homes actually said that the volume was so high that they had to stop offering memorial services. Lily Kuo is the Washington Post China bureau chief. Long lines of people waiting to get a time slot to have their deceased relatives cremated, staff that had to work in shifts to keep things operating 24-7. The freezers of bodies were full, that that the incinerators had been operating 24-7. The virus is spreading unchecked in China after Beijing abruptly began dismantling its previously tight curbs in early December, following historic protests. To the United States now, where homes have been ripped apart and debris litters the streets of Alabama following a series of tornadoes. You couldn't hear anything. And all of a sudden, the, the, the pressure in my ears, kind of like being on an airplane. I could feel it, and then I knew the tornado was up on me. One survivor took shelter in his basement while the tornado ripped the roof off of his house. Rescue teams were still looking for missing people among the devastation, and at least nine people have died. Tens of thousands are without power after the storm stretched from Mississippi to Georgia. 
According to the National Weather Service, one of those twisters potentially tracked around 150 miles, and at least five tornadoes ripped through central Alabama. In Selma, a pivotal place for the 1960s civil rights movement, Alabama's governor, Kay Ivey, surveys the damage. It was very revealing. It was far worse than anything I had envisioned or seen on television. Roofs are just gone, and trees look like toothpicks. Governor Ivey says he will appeal to the White House to expedite the state of emergency. With news from the world of Formula E, here's Kane Reeves. Formula E world champion Stoffel van Dorn is looking forward to the challenge of defending his crown as the championship returns with redesigned cars and new countries on its calendar. The ninth season of the all-electric and sustainably focused motor racing championship begins today in Mexico City. Van Dorn won the 2022 championship by 33 points. Despite being the man to beat, the former McLaren Formula One driver isn't phased by the target on his back. Coming into a new season as a as a champion, it obviously brings some some expectations from everyone around. But uh, you know, I like that. I like the kind of being you know the guy that's being being watched. Formula E has been a net zero championship since its creation in 2014, and Mexico sees the debut of the third generation car, which is lighter and more powerful than before. The championship will visit Saudi Arabia next in two weeks, with brand new tracks in India, South Africa, the USA and Brazil coming up later in the year. She already has three Grammys, but now Colombia singer Shakira has also broken YouTube records. Her song titled Out of Your League has racked up 63 million views in 24 hours, making it the most watched new Latin song in YouTube's history. The song is a savage takedown of her ex-partner, footballer Gerard Piquet. The couple separated last year after 10 years together amid rumours that the former Barcelona player cheated. In the diss track, Shakira referenced the footballer's new girlfriend. The 45-year-old sings that she's worth two 22-year-olds and that her ex-partner swapped a Rolex for a Casa. And finally, to a new TikTok trend that has people divided, doesn't it always though? If you're on the app, then you may have noticed the tagline Lucky Girls popping up on your timeline. So how do you become one? Easy, tell yourself that everything works out for you, that the universe is rigged in your favour, and et voila, you have Lucky Girl Syndrome. Some swear by it, but not everyone is convinced. It's a spin on manifestation, the belief that positive thinking will help you to achieve your goals. Some have called it the smuggest TikTok trend yet. It's also been suggested that pressures to think good thoughts can be more hindrance than help. And from two lucky girls, I think, that's your World in 10 for Saturday, the 14th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.